Welcome, everybody, to another edition of CFP Today right here on Canadian Football Perspective. Thank you for uh, waiting me out to add some more of these little micro-podcasts for you to be able to, I don't know, do you listen to one of them? Do you like to chop them up? Maybe listen to them on your drives only? Do you like to uh, to binge watch, binge listen? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't have Netflix anymore, so I don't know if people are still doing that or if that was just a fad. But regardless, I thank you for being here and for checking out the podcast. And as always, don't forget to support our good friends over at Fox 40, their website, fox40shop.com. You get all sorts of fun stuff there, electronic whistles, uh, rechargeable whistles. You can, of course, get yourself custom logoed Fox 40 whistles. You can get gear, coaching boards. They are not just the whistle people. They have much, much more, including aquatic safety. Aquatic safety, always important. Yes, they have the aquatic safety pack. Actually, in Walmarts uh, around the Hamilton area, which is where Fox 40 is based out of. I don't know if it's everywhere, but uh, stuff's pretty good. It's good. Got some flashlights there. My little man loves to use the old Fox 40 aquatic marine safety flashlights to blind me in the middle of the night uh, when we're camping. So they, they work. I can confirm. The light has been shined directly into my eyes, and they are great. Uh, today on the show... I wanted to bring up something that I have been interested in really going into the season. I didn't know what this was going to bear in terms of the the fruits of what this would become. But the topic du jour is the Toronto Argonauts offensive equation. Now, I can go on and on about their defense and what they're doing because I find it to be pretty intriguing as well. So I'll just a couple of notes here on the defense of the Argonauts. They are fifth in points allowed. They give up a pretty decent amount of net yardage. They're not real great when they're backed up in the score zone. They're not great at getting off the field on second and long. But you know what they do? They turn you over. 13 turnovers forced here heading into week number six, including nine interceptions, of course. That is buoyed by six of them coming off of Vernon Adams Jr. on July 3rd at the end of week four. They have been able to get 65 points off of turnovers. That is first in the Canadian Football League by 31 points it helps when you're scoring on defense as well with pick sixes but really what it comes down to is this is a bend but don't break defense that's going to give up a decent amount of of chunk plays and yardage and scrimmage plays they're not going to get off the field they're going to take some penalties here and there but man if they get a chance to turn you over book it they're also very very good against the run part of that happens to be they played against the Edmonton Elks who just can't seem to really figure out anything offensively early in the season sometimes these things can be a little bit skewed i am a stats lover but i am also well well aware of that but the point of this podcast on this little aside about defense is yeah they want to create turnovers but right now going into a friday night game against the montreal alouettes on the road the toronto argonauts are averaging 40 points for per game 40 best in the canadian football league I've got a lot of net yards per game offensively, 375 yards per game. Yards per play, 6.87. That is the best in the Canadian Football League. Now, this also helps as well. Average starting field position, that is buoyed by kickoffs and, of course, punt returns, which Javon Leak has been a nice little burst of energy, not just for the touchdown that they have. The Argonauts have the best average starting field position in the Canadian Football League at their own 40-yard line is where it's at. They avoid two and outs. 26% of the time they go to and out. That's tied for the best rate in the Canadian Football League. They protect the quarterback. Is that because Chad Kelly is Nathan Rourke getting the ball out super quickly? I don't think so. I don't think that Chad Kelly is seeing it as cleanly as Nathan Rourke did at this time last year. But they've only allowed four sacks. That's the best in the Canadian Football League. The turnover ratio, because they're creating so many, 
you might be thinking, well, maybe they just play shot for shot and give the ball up a bunch. Their plus nine in turnover ratio, that's first by six. They have only made four turnovers. That's also first in the CFL by four turnovers. There's just two interceptions thrown so far. They're the only team that has not lost a fumble. So they are avoiding two and outs, protecting the quarterback, not turning the ball over, getting turnovers and good field position from their defense and their special teams. And then this is where I find it really interesting. Rushing yards per game is down from, I think they were at 152 a couple weeks ago after the Edmonton game. I know they've only played three games. Okay, I am well aware of this, that some of these statistics will likely come back down to earth as the year goes on. But they're averaging 136 yards on the ground per game right now. Again, part of that is they play Hamilton week two. They get up on them. They start running the football in the fourth quarter to kill the clock. They play against Edmonton. They pound the rock. A.J. Oled has three touchdowns in that game. Edmonton can't do anything to stop. So two of their three games really have been about beating up on the ground. They relied on it a little bit against B.C., but less so than the other two games. So all of this might come back down to earth. But as it stands right now, 136 yards per game on the ground for the Toronto Argonauts is extremely impressive. They've got nine rushing touchdowns. That's best in the CFL by five. Running the football is not something that I thought I was going to identify the Toronto Argonauts with this year. And here's the real interesting takeaway for you from this podcast, I hope, because this is the thing that I have taken away from the first month of the CFL season. Obviously, through the CFL and TSN, I'm very fortunate to get to talk to Ryan Dinwiddie fairly regularly. i got a bunch of Argonauts games. And i just like to check in with him on where was this offense, where is it now, where do you see it going? And I just kind of leave myself notes all throughout the year. Going back to 2021 when I first had, a, had an Argonauts game, and it started kind of going, I'm going to track this over time and see what the evolution of this coaching staff, specifically Dinwiddie, play calling, quarterback communication, the evolution of of route concepts, all the rest. What is this going to look like as time goes on? And there's a thousand different spiderwebs that come out of that topic right there. You could talk for days and days and days about that, and Ben Grant does an incredible job on X's and Argos of talking about that stuff all the time, always straight up just pure honesty, but great, great insight from a coach's perspective as well. The thing I'm interested here is, Last year, yes, they ended the year with Andrew Harris and A.J. Olette, and they were being able to find the ways to run the football a little bit, mix and match, get it out of the backfield. Olette has those two touchdowns in the Grey Cup when they beat Winnipeg. But last year, they really couldn't run it the way that they wanted to. And the Argonauts coaching staff, Dinwiddie told me, basically decided, you know what, this ain't us this year. We don't have to keep banging our head against a wall and hope that we figure it out. Let's just go to these extended handoffs. Let's get the ball to Marquis Thamble in the flats a thousand times. Let's play action, bootleg, and flip it back the other way. Let's get Declan Cross involved when we can when he's healthy. Like, it's all of these different ways of getting the ball out. They basically started scheming around. Listen, guys, we can't run the football. Let's go ahead and change things up and just admit it for this year. We'll work on it in the offseason. They spent three weeks in the offseason going through every single type of run concept that they run. How can we teach this better? How can we make this more sound? How can we make it more reliable? How can we come to trust this play? How can we teach this to our running backs so they know exactly where they are going to hit the hole, how their vision should be trained on each type of... They really, really, really went in-depth, according to Dinwiddie, on all of their running concepts. The result of that is the leading rushing team in the Canadian Football League right now, which I find super refreshing, not because it's just rushing and this is a passing league, 
but more so because this is all about taking your offseason and developing what you think will be able to help your team in season. And to see it actually come to fruition is something that is probably the most rewarding thing for a coaching staff outside of seeing individual player development. But they've also seen that in a bunch of these guys on the offensive line and all of that while adding some pieces, of course, in free agency like Darius Sirocco coming over at center from the Ottawa Red Blacks. So this is all to say the offensive equation of the Toronto Argonauts yeah, they're doing all these great things. The turnover ratio is good. The time of possession, the average starting field position, getting points off of turnovers, all the rest. But I am most impressed in this undefeated start to the season by the Argonauts committing in their offseason to figuring out the running game because they were not happy with how it ended last year, finding answers, and bringing them to life in season. Will it continue for the remainder of the year? the great question we get to find out coming up on Friday night I have that game Montreal is going to host Toronto that defense by the way for the Montreal Alouettes they lead the Canadian Football League in creating two and outs 43% of opponent possessions result in a two and out Toronto does not go two and out offensively Montreal is the best at getting you to go two and out something's gotta give Friday night football thanks for listening to CFB today